Hi, I'm Grace. And I'm Jared, and this is Things Therapists Think. Fuck, what's the next line? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't do scripts. Oh, God. Hey, everyone. This is Grace with Things Therapists Think. And I'm not with Jared today, but I am checking in um, just to share some thoughts about where I am and um, why we haven't been posting more podcasts like we originally had planned for. So um, I'm kind of sitting on my back porch right now, and there's some big trees out here with really loud birds. So I'm kind of hoping you guys can pick up some of that too, because it's actually really pleasant. Um, I'm in northern Nevada. And it's like a beautiful 78 degrees with a little breeze out here. And I thought it would be really nice to sit outside with nature while I was reflecting for the podcast. So um, I guess for the nature of things therapists think, I imagine that you, the listener, are here because you are curious about insight. Insight into how a therapist might perceive or think about things or um, even just ponder. So today um, in this short little check-in I'm going to provide just to share a little bit about why I'm not in um, uh, with Jared recording in Las Vegas because we had a loss in the family. Um, It was a pretty significant loss. Um, Old man died of old age, sort of the most, most healthy and normal way I guess a family member could want somebody to die, but I think about how this has impacted me and how this has impacted my family, and it's been pretty significant. Um, and so I, when this we first learned of the news, of course I was like, I can't sit down and ponder about what I'm thinking right now because I was in my feelings, and um, being in my feelings was helpful because they were kind of just coming up in all kinds of ways and and we were all experiencing different things because when people are grieving everybody grieves differently so in my grieving process it was like just so many mixed feelings like I'm rushing down up to northern Nevada to be with my family you know I've got my mom on the phone crying she just lost her dad and and that's painful as it is um I'm having, you know, like worry and fear. I'm having um, almost um, some kind of joy even because all the family's coming together. And even, even in that sense, when I'm talking about mixed feelings, there is even like, you know, an experience of sadness and relief at the same time. And, and that's hard because I think our human nature tends towards wanting to have one feeling wanting to just stick with sadness and not allow the joy in, in a sad moment. When in reality, sometimes joy will pop up too. If you look up like I did and I looked around and all of my aunts and uncles are, are present with us or my aunts are present with us and my sisters and their husbands and their kids and my mother and we're all just kind of gathering around my grandmother to support her in the loss of her husband. And there's something about that that kind of seemed almost harmonious and also just really hard at the same time. You know, I imagine if any listener is relating to this right now, you might have had an empty chair where somebody sat 
or, um, you know, glasses on the desk that they used every day and just wondering when do you do something with this stuff and how long do you leave it there, you know. Um, so those are sort of, those are some of the experiencing experiences we've been having and we've just been really wanting to be together and support each other in the best way that we possibly can. So in that, I just hope to validate that, and even just myself talking out loud, that mixed feelings are normal. And especially with the um, top five major stressors that humans go through, we have um, birth, death, a move, change of job. I think divorce is one of them. Um, these are big, huge stressors that humans naturally don't like to go through. And when we do, we have an array of like, almost like an awakening or a stirring of all these feelings. And so my way of coping with this is just to try to listen to all of them and just sort of try to be as still as I can as they come and as they go. And then obviously other times I won't be still. And then I'm just going to ugly cry into a pillow because that's what I need in the moment. And I just let it all out and then, you know, try to breathe and keep going on with the day because I know that life's going to go on with or without me. So I read this really cool article. Um, I'm not sure if you all are familiar. I'll try to do my best to explain. Um, it was about the second law of thermodynamics. And the word for this is entropy. It's a very very interesting concept when it comes to life and disorder and why we have disarray, why we have chaos and what that even means. Why isn't life just constantly stable and harmonious, right? It's kind of like what we're all always working for. So I, this article was really helpful and um, I will let Jared know to post the link so that you guys can read it as well. Um, but entropy, the second law of thermodynamics, sort of just describes it's it's a, a meaning of transformation in the direction of disorder. So if we do not, like examples of this are, if we do not get up to clean our house, it will either stay the same or get more messy. So we have to kind of use a level of energy to tend towards life when life itself is always fighting against us. So entropy itself in life is that we are all tending towards the end, kind of the void, the death. Whether we like it or not, our cells are dying, our hair is dying, um, and we try to do all these things to keep ourselves alive and well as long as possible. And the fact is, is that entropy exists with us, whether we want to recognize it or not. But the importance of recognizing entropy is to understand how to channel energies in, in certain directions, like when things stay the same or when we want to create change or why we're noticing disarray and disorder happen in our lives. So entropy exists all around us. It exists with these trees I'm looking at right now. These trees will um, tend towards disaster if they don't have water, if they have too much sun. Um, nature kind of has its way of dealing with, en with entropy in the same way that humans do. Um, and this article really described um, entropy in relationships, which was also for me, exciting because that's my line of work as a therapist and focusing on relationships and the magic and importance of relationships. You know, what comes to mind is that people who live long, happy lives tend to have long, continuous, happy relationships. People who can resolve conflict, people can, who can maintain a relationship. So when I got to that section, I read the difference between this active stability and passive stability with entropy. 
um, and how it, how it defined this was like, if you think of humans flying a plane, it needs active stability to keep the plane in the air, otherwise the plane will fall to the ground. Um, if you think of humans, you know, on a boat, that's passive stability. The boat will be on the water and it doesn't need to have active stability to maintain itself. It will float on the water and it will tend towards the direction of the wind. So in relationships, this article was talking about, you know, active stability and how if people are, you know, interacting passively in relationships, it will either stay the same or it will get worse. That we constantly have to work. We constantly have to work on ourselves and we constantly have to work on our relationships um, in an active way. And, and when I say constantly, I just mean that you could predict that it's going to need, the plant is going to need some water or it's going to die. So, and the same thing goes for our relationships and the same thing goes for us in our lives. Um, you know, if we are not taking care of ourselves and we have not so watered the plant, so to speak, then we will tend towards entropy much faster. Um, and I hope these concepts are coming together. You know, I've have um, a lot of things going on, a lot of ways that I'm trying to kind of put it into this little message for the listeners on this podcast. Um, but I, I encourage you to learn more about entropy, especially if you're going through something like what I'm going through right now. Because what it basically is, is nature telling you you're a part of it, that we're in this together. I, I think of nature as one of my biggest coping mechanisms, as just being in it and learning how to make myself be still with it so I can hear more, so I can feel more. And then eventually I, I feel a little breeze through my hair and it's, it's like comforting. Or I look down at a leaf and I see the veins in it and it reminds me of the veins in my hand or a seashell and how much it looks like my eye or maybe even my inner ear canal. Um, there's just these connections that if we slow down and pay attention, we'll know that nature is with us and even death is a part of nature and it is with us. And that's that um, before I had mentioned like embracing the void and how I was watching this podcast talking about how like death as as the thing that we all will have together and perhaps a new perspective could help us manage this very scary and painful thing of losing somebody and how to manage that and how to perceive that, like how to know how to send your love somewhere because it seems like you can't send it to them anymore without their physical presence. So um, with that said, um, it is my pleasure to get on here and to reflect with you guys. And um, I know I could go a lot deeper. I know that if I was with Jared, we'd be able to sort of bounce off each other and we'd be able to think about this together. Um, and I know that even here right now, just me being outside is exactly where I'm supposed to be right here in this moment right now. And this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And I say the same to you and whatever you're doing, you're exactly where you're supposed to be and you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And um, I wish you all well and I, I wish you all the energy to tend towards order. I wish you the energy to tend towards happiness and to tend towards um, harmony with you and yourself and whatever world that brings you peace and joy, whether that be God um, whether that be nature, whether that be both, 
um, your family, maybe an animal, um, maybe music, whatever it is that makes you feel connected with yourself and with the world around you. I wish that for you and that you can, that you can tend towards that. And that maybe this talk about entropy could help you understand in your life if there is order and chaos, like maybe the energy has been displaced somewhere else. And I imagine that if, as a clinician, that if I was working with you or if I was working with me, I would wonder where the energy is going. And I would try to wonder with you um, where you would like it to go. So anyways, um, I hope everyone's doing well. I look forward to getting back to the podcast with Jared. And um, I also wanted to mention that we have been reading your comments and we hope to get back to you on those. Um, Somebody had mentioned what is a good or bad client and I feel like I'm inclined to describe, kind of think about that on the podcast with Jared, with listeners, what good and bad means as a human and also about um, the transformation of becoming a therapist and what that means, the becoming process, and also uh, the process of um, maintaining new perspectives or even being able to identify with new perspectives without becoming flooded by them or terrified of them, just kind of allowing new things to exist. So we hope to talk more about these concepts in depth together on the podcast and if there's anything else you guys are wondering about what i've talked about today or that you want to hear more on um, please let us know in the comments and please know that even if we're not together jared and i frequently are communicating and um, we're making sure to follow up with you guys and um, to keep you in touch as best that we can Um, So we look forward to continuing our regular podcasts. Wish you all well. Hey guys, it's Grace again. Um, On my episode today, I discussed grief and loss. I discussed death and I discussed transformation and entropy. Um, And so I'm just sort of sending a gentle reminder that Um, The greatest gift that you can give to others that are suffering is the gift of hearing. Um, And that's not just hearing to respond or to change or to fix or solve. And that's just hearing to understand. And to remember that all of us need different things at different moments and that everybody will have their own experience and their own perception to what they're hearing and to what they're needing. And so I come back to just encourage you all um, that if you are that person or that you know another person who is suffering, that um, the greatest gift that keeps on giving is hearing to understand.